Hipster Bricks by Denver Day, The Cost of Doing Business, The Price of Egalitarianism in the 21st Century, or It Takes Money to Make Money. We drove all night and got to El Paso in the late morning, or North Ciudad Wise, if you might, as you prefer. We're all lucky for federalism. We checked into a room and ate next door before locking the door and pulling closed the curtains and racking our rumpled bodies out to slumber in recovery from the night on the road. We got back on the road about nine that evening and were in Austin in time for sunrise. Like Phoenix, Austin is a state capital city. At the risk of stating something which is obvious or incorrect, maybe, I say, for all the bad rap that is ascribed to the federal sphere of the American government, the states seem to often, frequently, avoid their fair share of impeachment in the common market of political marketing. All that the, all that parties acting as the federal government are doing wrong, tax-wise, for example, and there is the income tax and the IRS in terms of usury, summarily. In terms of usury, though, and financial coercion and bonding of the citizenry, the state agents usually seem to be the ones under the bridge with the velvet hands. Mind you, all of that is illegal, regardless of who is stealing your lunch money, as it were. So this wouldn't be a lesser evil argument. Where there is sunlight and proper civic due diligence among the people, people don't have to pay any fucking federal income tax, are you kidding me? And laugh at the fools who might. Think about it. You move to a town, you start talking about it, and all of a sudden you can't make any friends. No one's paying any of that shit anymore. That ended a long time ago. You're getting fucked. Specifically you. On the other hand, state lawmakers, usually in the realm of political marketing, using that word, pretend that they do not understand the fundamental fact that the Federal Reserve Bank is as localizable as any other American agency and pretend that they don't know that they can print currency by that protocol. We're the feds. You don't know you're fed. You have a problem. If it isn't you, it's... It's the person next door. And if not, then you're not intimate enough with your Fed, your local Fed. At the same time, such capital cities have a certain gilding to them for whatever reason, for better or for worse, or for bitter or for wars. The, the Phoenix political marketing reads, <clears throat> rugged individualism in Texas, says uh, money, among various other things, of course. I don't mean to oversimplify, but these are summary generalizations. So among other various things, respectively. But <clears throat> they both have bums, and they both have hookers, and they both have lots of homeless people, and cocaine, etc. At Al, regarding all the cocaine, a community seems truly to need an actual army to successfully interdict narcotics. There's a moral line. And a navy to provide the morals. Sorry to pound the table and turn a road trip into a poli-sci study hall, but this shit's important if you want to avoid shittiness and want to uh, avoid a dystopian future or want to avoid no future at all. So shittiness in its distributors, if you want to avoid that, is important. And criminals in general, 
e.g. organized crime, international or domestic, as you like it. In my opinion, this uh, lecture has everything to do with who needs to die in Baltimore. Never mind Annapolis, and I've never been there as yet. Anyway, we were to stay in Austin for a few days, or really as long as we wanted to, I suppose, as it was our clock and our fucking wheels, you know? Beyond that, we were looking at a 24-hour drive out that way, but we didn't stay long um, in Austin. We lodged for a day at a friend of Stephanie's. We intended to get back on the road as a general point of order anyway, and if I had um, the feeling that there was no need to get noticed by strangers or anyone else any more than we had to, I would have been correct. <coughs> Julie had not yet briefed me regarding the next leg of the uh, trip. She 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 might after we say goodbye to Steph, I thought, and she did. It turned out, partially anyway, once we got back out on the road, which turned out to be after our day's sleep at Steph's buddy's place. We are selling dope, ostensibly, she said. Oh, is it good dope? I quizzed. Well, it's Austin dope, if that means anything to anybody. It really doesn't to me. She answered. It's actually two loads. Well, me either. But where do you want to go after we're done in Baltimore, I said. I will probably want to get the fuck back out west, she said. Yes, I will. I suppose that is just... That just wondering about listlessly doesn't count as forward motion. And if you shake it more than two or three times, well, then you're just playing with it, I said. Anyway, the nice thing about our a burn during a narcotics transaction is that if it is organized properly, it is a politician or a public official or an actual corporate agent who gets the blunderbuss. That's true, Rick the Rooster. It's like voting. and We're a private enterprise, moreover, which leaves everything in terms of administrative interpretation up to us, she said. But what's the difference? And we can meander slowly back out west, she said. You know, by points north. It took us about three days to get there since we were timely in getting back on the road. There was no rush in the in motion. We did three shifts of about eight hours driving, and towards the end of the last one, we stopped in Nashville to pick up our dope. 